He returns to the Matt Mosley show now uh, that kicks off at 1 o'clock every day. And, uh, Coach, it's uh, great to visit with you. And I uh, I appreciate you've been with me. And uh, i tell you what, I, I've had a lot of prayers. But uh, I love getting Jerome Tang prayers. I heard one the other night. Uh, on uh, I saw it on Twitter before that game. And uh, the, you can't really get much better than Jerome Tang prayers. Oh man! Well, I, I'm just uh, I'm very thankful that you would have me on the show again. Uh, that meant that uh, you know the the apple pie you had must not have been too bad because uh, you, you're having me back, and uh, and I'm glad that you're healthy and back at it. Yeah, I appreciate you. That's one of the flakiest crusts I've ever I've ever had, and and that was uh, beautiful. And and as I start to travel around the uh, the uh, uh, the central Texas again. I will. Uh, I will probably be kind of showing up there to see if anything, if any, if there's anything you've left out there for me. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's a great, great thing. Now, Coach, I want to get into the other night's events and everything, but I want to talk a little hoops first. Uh, TCU, TCU game coming up. You got to keep these guys charged up. Number two team in the country, the Bears. You know the the Frogs. Great rivalry. Uh, with the Bears, both basketball, football, all of it. We love beating TCU. And Stephen Simcox, our producer, is a frog. He doesn't like hearing that, but we really do. Um, is it uh, what, what is it like, uh, Coach Tang, to go into these arenas? You, you know, you got one um, at Daniel Meyer or whatever they call that thing now. What is it like to go into these empty arenas. I, I mean, I kind of liked watching y'all against Illinois because both teams were kind of bringing their own energy, so to speak. And um, and there'll be a few fans like in the Farrell Center and at TCU and all that kind of stuff, but not enough to, to rile you up like in the old days where they're just right on top of you. How do you how do you kind of deal with that, with the lack of the lack of crowds? How do you make sure you keep the energy up? Well, you know, first of all, um, there's going to be energy uh, from both teams because it's Baylor versus TCU. Uh, this is we haven't won at TCU in three years, and so I mean they've done a great job of protecting their home court. Um, they're they have a, a team with tremendous talent in uh, you know R.J. Nimhard and uh, Kevin Samuels, and then arguably. The, the freshman who's having the best year in the country, uh, well, in the Big 12, um, so in Mikey Miles. And so, um, you know, the, it, the, the energy, you know, is it's, it's incumbent on each of us as teams to bring our own energy, and it always is. You know, um, you can't rely on the crowd to get you going. Um, you've, there's got to be some internal drive, and, and both teams will have that because uh, Coach Dixon just does an unbelievable job with his team, and he has a tremendous staff. And so, um, man, we, we're the fact that basketball was taken away from us last season, and uh, and that we get to play the game right now. That that's enough motivation to have great energy every time we get a chance to to tip it up with uniforms and referees. All right, I. I... I agree. I'm going to be watching this thing. I'd really like to be in that arena, but I'm still kind of, you know, recovering from the accident. So I'm going to kind of watch this thing from afar. I love that second unit. I mean, y'all have had some good ones over the years, some really quality guys coming in off the bench. And I like Bandu and some of the work he did in the past. Y'all have had some really good 
six men type players and, and even even down into the you know, we've had some deep rotations at times. I don't know, uh, Jerome, if you've had anything quite I mean, you, you bring in in uh in you know, everyday John and um and, and with his length and energy and then you bring Flagler in there and then Meyer. Th- this is about the deepest bench and then and then of course the the, the freshman. I'm loving Cryer when he gets in there and he, he's got range out 28, 29 feet. I mean, have, can you remember having anything close to a second unit like this? This reminds me of like an NBA-type second unit. It's like get in there, guys, and don't, don't just stay even uh, against the starters. Why don't you all extend the lead while you're out there? Yeah, no, uh, I don't know that we've ever had um, this kind of scoring depth off the bench. You know, we've had some talented guys that have come off the bench, before, but not not a group that where you had three individuals who could come off the bench and give you 20. And uh, and then John could come off the bench and give you a double-double. Um, so, yeah, we've, we haven't had this kind of scoring firepower off the bench. And they're, they're, they're fun. And, and, you know, the thing is that none of our guys, like, they don't, they don't see themselves as, bench guys, the starters, they know that we are a team and on any given night it can be a different person's opportunity and, and they really like I mean they really cheer for each other to do well and that that's that's the blessing of having great guys. Yeah that you know talking to Jerome Tang, associate head coach, that Spatola guy made me mad the other night on the broadcast because he, he was he was kind of in, in jest, but he said something about Meyer like, I don't know if I'd want to coach him and I almost came out from my couch. I was like I'd love to coach him. I mean, I, I, I'd love to, I, I mean, to bring that dude off the bench and what y'all have done uh, as far as, you know, not, not, not kind of killing his spirit or curbing all the great things about him, the confidence that he has that he plays with. I mean, it's, he's got to be an incredibly fun guy to coach. Matthew Meyer is a joy to coach. It, it's, it's, um, uh, and I, I sometimes start tearing up when I talk about him because of the maturity and the growth that we've seen take place um, over the years and the fact of his willingness to, you know, every day, um, you know, wanting to learn and get better. And, you know, the, our, everywhere always, Coach Drew always says this, that our greatest strength is always our greatest weakness. And so his extreme confidence and stubbornness is a great strength. But it, at times it's a weakness. We can't steal someone's uh, strength because we're afraid of helping them understand how it can be a weakness. And so I totally disagree with some of the announcers when they say some of the things that they say. That's why I don't listen to the game with announcers um, because most of the time they, 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 don't, they don't really know what's going on. And, and I, um, I'm, I'm going to just tell you that uh, if you tried – to take away the things that Matthew did great, you would be stealing his talent. And, I mean, Coach, that's the great thing about playing for Scott, man. He wants you to be aggressive. He wants you to get after it. And and when you make a mistake, you say, hey, I, I understand what it is, and you go on. But you you, you, I mean, you just don't put a – you don't put a thoroughbred, you know, out to pasture and or, or keep him in a, in a little little small area. You got to let them things run. And, and, and Matthew Meyer is a thoroughbred on the basketball court. And uh, and I mean that in the in the highest compliment regard that, that, that could possibly be said. He's just a, 
He's a fireball. He's a ball of confidence, and we love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it showed um, throughout. Uh, he he just gets more and more uh, uh, comfortable. And I, I mean, the the passing is so good. He's got a he has got an unbelievable uh, skill set. And uh, and it's it. This is a this is an extremely fun team to watch. Cannot wait to watch you guys. Now, tell me real quick about. Um, what led the other night to you? Uh, that, boy, that, that thing has really been passed around the country. I don't think people are always used to Baylor. I mean, this is what we do. Uh, Will's, you know, Coach Drew has gotten on the mic and said a prayer before. But the other night, uh, tell us a little bit. I saw a TV piece about it. But what kind of led you uh, that moment uh, praying before the game, especially what had been taking place uh, in our country and those disturbing and uh, and quite frankly, scary scenes at the um, at the Capitol in Washington D.C. How did you sort of decide? Hey, I, I this is uh, this is something I'm going to do because I thought it was uh, I thought it was incredibly well said, and I thought the timing was excellent. Well, you know exactly what you're saying. That you know, I was watching the TV. There are different types of coaches, right? Some coaches. Um, in the day of the game or the lead up to the game, they like it to be quiet and, uh, you know, no, no distractions and stuff. And that's how they get focused. And I, I'm the, I'm the TV coach. I like the TV on. I like things going on because um, if it's too quiet, I, I can probably get too deep into my thoughts and like get confused. So I, I like some things. So I had the TV on and, and you're watching what's going on. And, and coach Drew's the TV off coach. So I knew he wasn't paying attention so what was going on? He's locked in on the game. That's his mm-hmm. how he gets himself ready. We all get ourselves ready different ways, and and I'm seeing what's going on, and I just and I know we're going to pray before the game. I know that the Oklahoma staff and team are seeing what's going on because I'm getting some text messages from assistant coaches around the Big 12 that we all belong to the group uh, BACA, which is the Black Assistant Coaches Alliance in the Big 12, and. Um, you know, we see it. We're seeing what's going on, and we're getting text messages. And I know that I just feel like our guys. Some of our guys are seeing it because they're watching, and some of our guys are not. You know, our fans. Some of our fans are going to be aware of what's going on coming in. And um, we, we at Baylor, we believe in the power of prayer. You know, talk is cheap, but prayer impacts lives. And I just felt like I needed something needed to be said, but. It, it couldn't just be a speech. It needed to be something to, to, to the God who can do something about it. And, um, and that we're aware, you know, we're aware and we, we recognize that, that things need to change. And I, I think everybody from every walk of life could look at what happened and say, um, that that's not how it's supposed to go down. You know, there, there was so many things wrong in that and there's we have a we have a, a country and a government and and a system that's set up that allows you to um, fight the things you need to fight. And there's a channel and a way to do it. And athletics is great because it teaches us how to be gracious in victory and then how to handle defeat and the right way to handle defeat. We we play a game with referees and they 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 have rules and you have lines and you can't go outside the lines and. You know, you can't commit fouls, otherwise you shoot free throws. And, you know, and we learn those things, and we learn to do it with different people. And and that's how it should be in society, and that's how it should be in our government. That was definitely not the way 
that it was set up to, to, to happen. And, and for a lot of reasons, I just, I, I wanted to be able to express to everyone in, in the arena that, that we recognize that there's some things going on out there and, uh, and that we serve a God who can help, help us during this time. And, and I believe that we can be the change. You know, I mean, we, we can be the ones that step up and, and are the difference and uh, not, not rely on, on our elected officials to do it. We, we, the citizens of this, we make up this country. This country is not the money. It is not the land. It is the people. And the people make up the country, and the people can make a difference. And if we love each other, uh, everything else will take care of itself. And, and you can disagree with people and still love. We, we, we have a lot of disagreements that take a lot of, like, the great thing about athletics is we find a common ground. We can all be from different places, but we find a common ground, and that's what our government uh, elected officials are supposed to do. The common ground is the people that make up this country, and we have to be able to come together peaceably to figure out the best way to allow all of us to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And so that was – I'm not a politician, man. I, I, I never wanted to be, but – I, I feel like um, we need we need leadership. I say this all the time: leaders lead and winners win. And that's what we need. We need leadership, and uh, because life life there's adversity in life, and we can't crumble when there's adversity. We have to rise mm -hmm. up, and part of rising up is speaking the truth to people when they're wrong, and uh, but loving them when they're when they're wrong, you know. And so, like there, there seems to be so much hate being yeah. spewed that, that that I need I felt a desire to share that we needed love. Yeah, I think you said it extremely well and uh, that's why boy I loved it on Twitter and saying that the guys on this court would be could be presidents, senators, uh congressmen. I thought you said it extremely well. All right, well, we got to go, uh but I love visiting with you. Let's do it again soon and uh <laughs> cannot wait to watch you guys play tomorrow as the bears continue to roll toward that indie the bubble the bubble in indy and i can't wait to see you at the Farrell center soon uh jerome tang the associate head coach of the baylor bears thank you matt <laughs>